Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. My name is Tom. And I'm Lane. Tom joins us in place of Brian and Art, who are, uh, let's see, Brian is in Las Vegas, I think, and Art is, who knows, fucking Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Oh, Art huh. went on a two-week cruise. Oh, my God. He's not going to... Let's hope he doesn't get murdered. <laughs> Isn't that almost guaranteed a hauntavirus or something? something. Oh, so you're definitely going to get sick for a week of that cruise. Yeah. Right. Someone's getting pushed over by some tweaker. <laughs> yes. So you're going to get pushed over by a tweaker and hauntavirus. One of the two. <laughs> and it might be you get pushed over because you've been coughing too much. Is that oh, yeah. possible? Oh, I would, that would be me. Yeah. yeah me <laughs> oh, my too. God. Lane, first day. Yeah, we're we like, had you're to... not allowed on this thing. Or no, we had to kill him. Yeah. Do you know uh, there's also a uh, quarantine on ships? like that oh, they have really? like a, a room Cell. a room where you basically huh. uh if you're White, sick no windows and i don't you know what it is on the floor but if you're really sick they say yeah. you're in quarantine wow go to this room i mean that oh. makes sense right yeah. yeah like how about that a couple how? years ago there was that one cruise where all the food was yeah Bad. Like, like yeah. 500 people got sick or something. Yeah. And puke and everything. Remember yes. the hallways were full of puke? Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. And people full were, of puke. And people that weren't sick were just violently puking because there was so much puke everywhere. Oh, man. I. This <laughs> makes me like, yeah. cruises are out. Dude. Anyways, yeah. have fun, Art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going through the Panama Canal. <clears throat> and then, so I think he's going to Colombia and then through the Panama Canal. I don't know. Who knows? I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks in a okay. ship. Panama but, Canal. I don't know. It seems like really boring. I mean, it's got to take hours to just fill the damn of course. lock. You know? Yeah. Is it what's so exciting about? That was kind of duality, a damn lock. Damn lock. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it, it's, yeah. it's cool. But uh, cruise life. Yeah. Cruise life. I've never done it. I've only done one uh, two-night cruise for a bachelor party, Long Beach uh -huh. to Ensenada. In oh, yeah, yeah. Jason. It's like the classic uh, bachelor party cruise. Yeah. You know, it's cheap, and uh, you get have one offshore excursion in Ensenada, and they drop you uh -huh. off at the most touristy area possible. Um, and it was okay. I think it's good for that kind of thing because you are all forced to stick together. There's no options of like, okay, like this group's going to go off. I'm going to go to a different bar. To a different bar. This right. is yeah. like everyone's at the same bar. Right. Everyone's at the same restaurant. All the other bachelorette parties are same, stuck in the same. If you're lucky. Same pool. Yeah, if you're lucky. Yeah. Um, but I just, uh, it's a hard sell. It's yeah. a hard sell. Well, was that fun? I mean, it was a bachelor party. It was fun, but you know. Is it better than just. Schleppy? Schleppy. Yeah. Yeah. I picture the whole thing schleppy. and you're kind of, you're trapped. Yeah. yeah. And the but rooms we had were, of course we didn't opt for the nice view or anything. It's like a, yeah. you're barely in your room anyways, but they're literally this smaller than this podcast studio. Oh, and, and we had three guys per room with oh. no, no windows, no window. Oh, of course not. No windows. They have pictures of windows. <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> Suggestion of a window. Yeah. Yeah. That was rough. That was a little rough, but, um, I just, it'd be hard to say big vacation cruise. Yeah, no way. How about yeah. Alaska cruise? I did that. You did that? I did that. I was a kid, but I yeah. remember being pretty cool. You go up, you know, against these huge glaciers and watch giant, massive chunks of ice falling off. That seems like That's the way to cool. do it. And yeah. Alaska's so hard to see otherwise. Yeah. The roads are rough and exactly. uh you could do the the bush plane thing, but that's gnarly. We did a seaplane that took us to some island where you go... And they're smoking salmon and all that kind of stuff. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Killing seals. Killing seals. Making kayaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dragging whales around. <laughs> Whale blubber. Yeah. Um, so for those listeners who aren't haven't heard Tom on before, I think you've been on twice now? I think three. Three Last times. Last time we thought it was mm -hmm. my second, but then when I left, I was like, wait a second. I went to Lane's old house, and I went to your oh, garage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the garage, And then too. I've been here. Okay. Yep. Yep. So this is number four. Yeah. Um, King of... He's a resident expert in waft. That's right. Yeah. You learned to drive stick on what car? F40. F40. Your dad before that had a... It's a Ferrari. 288. 288 G... 
GTO. <laughs> and for just a really quick recap on that um, GTO story, that was because the uh, someone saw your dad driving the GTO. He just picked it up in Beverly Hills, and uh, the there was a a guy coming to shoot it to do a to do a magazine shoot or something because it was the first <coughs> first 288 in California. So there's all these people scheduled to try to see the car, car magazines, calendar people. And my dad had just made the deal, flew down there and needed, was going to use that to go look at a 500 SEC that was just imported from an importer and uh, needed the car to go to the, uh, his appointment and uh, was already late. And so some photo shoot had just set up with like a girl and all kinds of lights and everything. And he said, sorry, you know, I, this is my car and it's in the showroom and everything. And he's like, I got an appointment. There's nothing I could do. The guy, I got to pay for this car. He's leaving out of town. No and Uber back then. No Uber. <laughs> and so he started having to physically never say, no, we just set this up. We got to do this. We have this going in a magazine, blah, blah, blah. And he said, sorry. And he started having to physically move the lights and open the doors and be like, and, and went out, uh, got in the car, finally got through drove like four or five blocks and uh um set a stoplight and uh, had a limousine in front of him and light turns green limo doesn't move guy uh in full mid-eastern whatever you call him robes uh gets out and comes back and is smoking a joint as he's walking back <laughs> and my dad taps on the window dad rolls down the window and he looks up and down the car and blows his smoke out and goes gto <laughs> so <laughs> that's right. all you need uh, and my dad goes yeah yeah new GTO. <laughs> gotta go gotta, gotta go, go. <laughs> and guy slowly looks or looks at the car and moseys back to his limo and gosh surprised he didn't uh, just buy it from him right there yeah um and you you're a fan of two eighty eight GTOs. Oh my god, I love where, them. Where does that rank on the uh, super Ferrari cars? Yeah, top five. Top five. Top <laughs> five. No, no, for like <laughs> the, uh, of like the F F forty F fifty. Top six. five. That's pretty good. Uh... <laughs> oh, of all time cars is top five of the of the supercar Ferraris. Talking into the mic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably. So F40 sitting there at a 288, and you get to uh, jump yeah. in one. It's probably still... Or you F get to take one home, right? It's probably number two. It's, I think it's F40, 288. You know, the other stuff is just uh, it's too damn fast and crazy. It's a bunch of flab. Yeah. Flab. Uh, so it is Thursday edition. Uh, how about answering some questions? You up for it? Yeah. Lane? I'm up for it. Is that cough? I'm up for it. Yeah, it? I got one too. God, how do we not tell the story what just happened to us? But I guess I know, we, wait, we can't. We have to wait. Wait till Sunday edition. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there's a little spoiler, or a, not spoiler, a, a sneak preview. Yeah. Of Sunday edition. What is that? Some, Some wild, stuff happened. Wild stories. Yeah. On the way to podcast this morning. All right. Alex Stadel says we have considered selling our 2001 Jaguar XJR. What would be a good wafty substitute for it? Assume we sell it for seven thousand bucks. So. And he says, hashtag built by blokes. Yeah. Is that a British thing? Yeah. It's built by blokes. blokes. Yeah. Um, all right. So you sell an XJR. You probably buy a Mercedes. Yeah. Seven grand. What else do you buy? A W140 Coupe. It would be awesome if you can go two-door. I mean, those things are just... I've been hankering. Aren't you scared w of them, though? No. I mean, if you... Uh, so you can buy, a, like, a 50,000-mile example for 17... Yeah. So what year is this? Uh, ninety get a ninety two is the first year. Okay. Probably stay clear of ninety two, ninety three. But go ninety and uh, ninety five. It gets some tail lights and bumpers and stuff like that. So I'd go ninety five to ninety nine. W one forty coupe. Which I uh, is it? It still is it C one forty? I I don't know if the internal code is not W one forty, but yeah. anyway, you know what I mean. But it's a that was a late SEC, early CL. Yep. Variant. No, it actually went, believe it or not, it went S-E-C-S. Oh, yeah, S-Class. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, so it was S-Class Coupe. S-Class Coupe. And For like last one year, year or something? For a couple of years. Yeah. So 90, no, 94 
to 98, I think was an S coupe. And then like the last year it became a CL. Right. Yeah. And now it's back to an S class. Now it's back to S stupid fucking with us. Uh, $7,000 though. Oh. You're not really going to get quite That's that gonna close. Be scary. Um, you can go a, sport a, or. a 300 SE. Yeah. Yeah. One, two, six. He's going to go from 340 horsepower. To yeah. 210 or something. Right. Um, is that super wafty? No, no, but he's not talking about waft. He did say, waft. Oh, yeah, be a good wafty. Yeah, <laughs> good wafty substitute. Okay, uh, uh Cadillac Fleetwood Brom d'Elegance. Uh, I wish, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, yeah, he's going from a Jag. It's not like you're going to be like, Oh my god, the quality sucks because you're already in shitty quality. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> how about a how about just a one two six? Yeah, like yeah we rolled up in. Yeah, but that's not wafty. It's pretty wafty. It's wafty-ish. It's wafty. A one forty is uh, next level. Next level wafty. Yeah, sets a new. The seats are a nice. Cushier, if the... you can do a ninety seven, which is when they did a lot of updates to get rid of the scary stuff in the one forty, do a ninety seven, ninety eight four door S five hundred, and you are sitting pretty. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Sitting pretty, yeah. by the way. Just want to throw that out <laughs> there. Waft. Charade Life says, if you guys could drive in any racing series in the 1990s, what would each of you pick? F1, World Rally Championship, Endurance, DTM, IndyCar, Motorola Cup. Any series you'd like, let us know. Ooh. I mean... I'm a World Rally Championship guy. There's, yeah? Yeah. You don't want to drive in that? Yeah. It seems gnarly after watching that thing. About 90s. The world. Yeah, I guess. Not, not Group B anymore. It's not as fast. It's like uh, Colin McRae and mm -hmm. uh, those guys. Yeah. DTM looks like a lot of fun. Formula One, too. I mean, for, Formula One would be awesome. I feel like it's too serious. I think it's all serious. I mean, it is, but World <laughs> Rally Championship is a little I don't think bit... they're like having this, like tons of fun out there. Like, oh, fuck, yeah, that was awesome, yeah, but dude. You're, in, in those DTM or F1, you're getting into the like 10-second pit stops and uh, hundredths of a second on a lap and all this crap. I mean, crap, dude, like, those guys are doing the same thing with nah, World Rally. It's not as, not as tight. <laughs> it's not as tight, but it's a safe seriousness. Yeah. Like, dude, no matter what racing series you're in, I think it... It like it turns into that serious. So I guess what I'm saying is I want less serious race. So you just want to go like play around with a rally car is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think I'd be very competitive. <laughs> yeah, I like it. How what, about you, what, Tom? What uh, racing series from the '90s? NASCAR probably. No, I'm not a NASCAR guy. <laughs> Tractor pull. No. Is that a race? It's more of an endurance thing. I don't know. Uh, I think it's a timed. It's a time trial. Right? That's a race. I mean, you're racing the clock. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Probably I thought valid. it's distance. Oh, it is distance. It's not time. You're right. I want to go to a tractor pull. Anyone out I've there? I've been to one. What? Cal Poly. Yeah. Oh. They had them at Cal Poly. It's like the riff, though. You want to go to like... No, it was... No. It was a real oh, deal? My, dude, it's fucking legit. Like helicopter dude. engines? Like crazy shit, dude. Huh. And like a bunch of hicks drinking whatever. Like... Drinking? Dude. You know, in the crowd, the yeah. crowd was like lively, yeah. but it's at Cal Poly and it's, it's not like the students racing and stuff. It's like tractor pull. This yeah. is insane. The trailers like digging into the ground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh. I really don't understand. Like it has weights or something and it pendulums yeah. back and it makes yeah. it harder to pull as the weight as shifts. it keeps, mm -hmm. as it goes on. Yeah. Yeah. It's just coal rolling the whole time. All yeah. diesels. Yep. Torque is a mother. Uh -huh. We're not really qualified. I'm not qualified to answer this. Yeah, I have no idea. So you like pick a, and don't they, I think they have two different sides or something. So, I mean, it seems like it's all about how hard the dirt is, but I guess you're all racing the same area. Like I'm with you. I don't really Do you know. want to be the first one to go or do you want to be the last? Like, it's it like first, you want hard dirt. Okay. If it's loose, you're, you're losing, digging into you're hard. traction. I don't get it. Hmm. All right, Tom, you're a Formula One guy. Uh, I think I'd have more fun rally, doing rally. Yeah. Watching that. Less, uh, less precise. It does seem more, uh, more camaraderie involved. More, uh, you know, 
everyone's having more fun. It's not as serious. Yeah. F1's so serious. Yeah, exactly. Pretty rad, though, dude. Like, Monaco, like, hanging yeah. out on your yacht and then cruising yeah. out. Like, yeah. that seems like a Tom thing yeah. right there, dude. <laughs> oh, you're, you could convince him in a moment oh, yeah. of this. You know, like, getting, <laughs> getting, I'll do this. I'll do this. You're hanging out on your yacht all night, like, partying. Well, no, you're, and yeah, then I mean, you get driven in your, like, brand new Bentley up to the start line. This yeah. is true. And you kind of hang out with, and two chicks have umbrellas over you yeah. the whole time. And then after that, you get in your helicopter and go to the next race. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay. Angry Bird GTI says retro livery on a modern supercar or sports car of the same manufacturer. Which do you choose? Hope to see some of you guys in Scottsdale in January. Um, so modern supercar with the old school race livery. You said or sports car. Yeah, or sports car. Um, gosh. That's I, really good. That's I mean, I, all I think of one. is fucking Porsche and the martini. And I know. Do you, do you want that no, on the new cars? It's no, douchey. it's cheesy, yeah. right? Golf. How about what Drew did? The Volvo with the Nordica. Yeah, I like that. It's pretty good. It's off the off or, the uh, obvious. A quattro, like a S5 and a Quattro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be with cool. With like the red and gray yeah. and black. Red, gray, and black, yes. That would that's actually pretty cool sounding. R8 with that? An R8 with that would be good. Mm. Oh. R8 Quattro. Because it's eight. the most square of all their cars. The R8 is. Has the most angles. Uh, yeah, the new all one the, does. Yeah. The new like, one does. Yeah. As opposed to, I mean, think about the rest of their cars. Like the TT is mm. a, a very round. Pretty, yeah. pretty, yeah. What else? I don't know, dude. How about the... Uh, I'm thinking of like a Volkswagen because a rabbit's kept... Tr- like a, a Golf has kept true to like kind of the normal shape. So what, so what cars did they have? Like um, what themes? Did they have any cool them. liveries? Oh, like, Not really. How about the uh, Cayenne we saw with the Rothmans? Oh, yeah. That was kind of, kind of <laughs> cheesy cool. It was cool because it hasn't been done before, but I think... You can't do it again, like yeah, and like at Ren Sport or whatever the last. I, I oh. get all these things confused, but they did all the Panameras in the classic Porsche liveries. So they had a Panamera with the the pig, you know, Rothmans. They had the Martini. Rothmans. They had Martini. They had every the single brand livery. new uh, Panamera Turismo, Gran Turismo uh, wagon, mm-hmm. brand new with yeah. those liveries as shuttle. Mm-hmm. That shuttles around for, the track for Ren Sport. It was kind of cool, but none of them really looked they that cool, good. right? Yeah. It was just, it was like, oh, that would be cool if it didn't have that you paint job on it. it, you know? Does Toyota have any you could put on the new Supra? Toyota has some cool ones, but the Supra doesn't really like. Yeah, they do have. The, it doesn't like, look like that era. The Le Mans uh, racers of the late '90s, early 2000s had that like red and white livery that would work. Mm. Doesn't so that's really a whole new platform, the Super. Me. Yeah. Well, you can, from you can do 2001 like the, when the, the first Celica all track, that livery, the white. And that's the, true. The, Almost Marlboro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I was thinking Ferrari, they don't have a lot of like. They don't have liveries. Super iconic liveries. Just red with Marlboro. Yeah. Or even just like old school is just a meatball in red. Mm-hmm. But what about like the F40 came in that um, shell livery? The yellow and red. Oh, yeah. And then you have the pilot pen one that's like that light blue with the white squiggly lines. Uh-huh. Something like that. Could be cool. Okay, how about BMW? I want a low and brow livery. I don't know uh, who they sponsored. But... That was Porsche. Uh, it definitely did Porsche, yeah. but they might have done others as well. So that those, is a good livery, though. Some of those early BMWs with like the white or like the black and silver lines all over it. Kind of like it almost looked like a barcode. Oh, it's like a, it's like, um, a schematic of the car. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like that. But what would that look good on? Exactly. Exactly. If you, I don't know if you saw, like, yeah, I think it was yesterday, uh, Zach Clapman, Smoking Tire, posted uh-huh. that picture of a, a brand new 2 Series M2 competition next to his E46. Like, the M2 still... Is- <laughs> Kind of, it's like a good looking car when you see it it's like fine looking but it looks so ugly next to the e46 like Ooh. the side like the the doors are half again as tall right it's just all body and then yeah. no window yeah and i don't like it's too bad can't see out of cars anymore no no same with trucks <sighs> don't, don't get me started on trucks <laughs> beamer lover says if you had a hundred to two hundred thousand for one car, and it's not your only car, which would you choose? Wait, hundred to two hundred? Yeah, thousand. Yeah. So if you have two hundred thousand dollars to spend <laughs> yeah, yeah. on one but car, but not less than that, 
not of less one than car. Let's say you have to keep it forever. Yeah. And you only have one car. No, so you have other. You no, have... no, it's saying it's not your only car, so it can be a fun car. Yeah. Um, maybe it says something new, like the hottest Porsche McLaren NSX. Or would you get a custom such as a Superformance 4 GT or Cobra Rod Emery creation or going way back and getting a Jonathan Ward creation? So that's those icon builds, you know, like mm. the Buick, uh, 50s Buick that he mm. does all the Aerolist. modern stuff. Yeah. And uh, so what would you go with and what's your reasoning? So first of all, 100 to 200 is not going to get you a brand new McLaren. At least that I don't it's not. think so. Um and the hottest Porsche, I mean... It's not getting you the hottest Porsche. No. But it'll get you a GT3. And it, I guess it doesn't have to be brand new. Man. So, 200K max. Rough. That's Rough. a hard number. It feels low almost. Is that... You're crazy. 200. I know what Lane would pick. What? GT3. No, I want to go older. Yeah, would you? Older. Yeah. Yeah, I want something older. Uh-huh. I just don't know what. I really want something vintage. I want a vintage sports car. Yeah. In this price range. Yeah. Because I feel I can get a lot of like I can get a lot of waft and good waft for twenty grand, right. you know, thirty grand. Tickle your fancy. So, yeah. So I need to like spend. I want to spend all two hundred grand. What does that get me? Does it give me like? It does. It doesn't give me a Jaguar. Like I mean, it doesn't give me like an Aston DB5 or something like that anymore, no right? No. Not even close, right? No. <laughs> so what? Oh, yeah. What does it like get me? At that, like, yeah. How much is a uh, 365 GTC? Yeah. So that's like that's Daytona, like the next version of the Daytona. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're good looking not there, cars. Right? You'd have to two yeah, two fifty. Probably. Yeah. Are 200. they that much now? Yeah. I think so. I know. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I feel so. like you're <clears throat> you'd, you're stuck with either a super super nice 328. How about how much like, is a 360 Stradale? Yeah, you can definitely. Yeah. It's definitely under yeah. two hundred. See, that's but that automatic. And, I know. I don't want yeah. that. A really good three sixty Modena would be a good option. Manual uh, paddle or a gated shifter yeah. and everything. But you got money left over. You might as well go uh, higher. Uh, it's a little too modern too. Like yeah. if it, I mean, for me in that I case, I would go GT three just because I want to drive the show. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, because I want something more like classic five twelve TR. Oh, come down. You can get a nice one under 200. Huh? That's true. Shit, I might do that. That's not a bad call. Yeah. Definitely better than a 328. Rad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rad car. Yeah. 512TR. You can get a you can get a Diablo. Yeah. Should be noted that Tom has a 512TR, so yeah. he's yeah. he's probably trying to drive the prices up. <laughs> Everybody uh. needs them. <laughs> um and then uh, what like about the, going like a 356 or something really classic but special? Yeah, I don't know what that... Because it doesn't get you a speedster. No. Cabriolet, though. But it, If you wanted it. Yeah, it give you a cab, but in that case, would you want the cab? I heard you're getting more into cabs these days. Hmm. Yeah. But then you're kind of like... It, I feel like a 356 is like a... It's more of like a sixty thousand dollar car. I know. Yeah. What about uh, a because it's a four cylinder like Volkswagen drive motor. It's yeah. it's just like I don't feel like unless it's a speedster, I could see a little more. But really, a three fifty six doesn't quite get me there for that much money. I think if I presented you a nine six four RS, hundred and sixty grand. I don't think so. Really? No. Huh. A what? Nine six four RS. It's basically like the yeah best nine GT three of. What's a nine six four turbo? So an RS you'd rather have than a nine six four turbo. <sighs> Looks wise, no. Probably for the thrill of driving. Yeah. Connectivity. Yeah, I mean, we saw that GT that one you drove the other day is two hundred thousand dollar car. Yeah. So you could get that the S two mm -hmm. turbo, mm -hmm. nine six four, which was like an andile built motor car yeah yeah those are those but are nice. but that still doesn't get me into that i want a little more classic like i want something like dude this is what sucks because everything's gone so crazy like this used to be like 300 sl money and stuff yeah like, right you know yeah. we were when yeah. you know when we were coming up in this yeah like, lisa's yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah. $200,000. It's like $200,000 doesn't... That's why I was saying it seems cheap because it doesn't get me to where I want to be mm -hmm. with a lot of these cars. 512TR almost like yeah, almost is there, but it's a little modern. Yeah. More modern than what I'm looking for. 
I don't know what I'm looking for. This is a hard one. Yeah, it is. So nothing modern catches your catches your eye. Like uh yeah, they're just too fast. Dude, I, I feel like you buy you buy all that modern stuff and you I've kind of gone through that a little bit. Like even buying I know it's not it's not whatever, but it's equivalent. It's not equivalent, but when I bought my nine nine six, it was like really new, twenty thousand miles on it. It was really fast at the time. It's still a quick car. Um, did everything great. And I was like, man, that'd be rad to have that SC over there. You know, it's like, you're always kind of like, once you have a car, you know, it is like, once you have that car, you're like, all right. Yeah. Now I'm like jonesing for this older thing or this other thing. And well, we also constantly want a challenge when it comes Uh to these cars. If it's 500 horsepower and an automatic, it's boring after, you know, a weekend. New stuff's kind of going down in value a little bit. You're putting miles on it going, I'm turning this into another used car. And kind of anyone can do it. They can just go and buy one modern something. Yeah. So then how do you stand out? And you don't want to be that that guy that people are half the people are flipping you off and half mm-hmm. are, and then a quarter are like oh rad and then a quarter are like man i don't think it checks the sports car box of course but for 180 grand you get a I mean, that's pretty nice i'm pointing to a nice silver 308 308 308 gts yeah, 84 just, grand um so what about a fiberglass <laughs> super light 308 it's got the cool old interior yeah the coupe the, yeah gated shifter in his in a mid-engine they're it's not go, bad not bad they just don't drive well. high investment quality yeah they're rare they're cool and i bet they sound all right but yeah. i don't think you'd have a lot of fun with it yeah back road stuff okay so hear me out doesn't check the sports car box but you get a perfect hand-built SEC wide body. Jeez, mm, pristine. Pristine, dark gray on gray leather. Automatic. Uh-huh. I know, I know. But that's a badass car. Yeah. I'm just saying if you... Uh, but would you... And it's after, going up a, after a year, would you be like, fuck, I need to trade... The, I, will, yeah. I wish I would have... Bought know, something I, well, else because I'm not using this car. Like, I think that 964 RS drives by and I go, God damn it. Yeah. Like, like that, I want to go drive. Right. Yeah. And that, that 964, I could still take to Santa Barbara and back comfortably. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas SEC, that's the, all it can do well. What's the ultimate uh, 928? Like, a, imagine like the. Ooh, the way, very, way less. Oh, right. Yeah, no, the very G, last, perfect GTS. A GTS is 130. Yeah. It, with like no mile, find like the best one yeah. in the world. Yeah. But but that's not what I'd want. Yeah, that's not what I want to spend the big money on because I'd rather just have a twenty thousand right, dollar eighty five euro, which is in my opinion a better car. Anyway, yeah. So, so that's a tough one. Yeah. Because yeah, you get into that. Shoot. Because a lot of cars can do what that two hundred thousand dollar car can do for mm-hmm. a lot less. So you can kind of like you can and they're obtainable. Yeah. How but about a your two hundred thousand dollar car? Like this is your one big yeah. money car. How about a perfect E nine, dude? Okay, that's pretty good. That's a three. That's thirty. Th- like a twenty hundred or a three point oh CS. CS. Like a CS. You could almost you can get get a CSL. CSL. Like really close to CSL at two hundred grand. Okay. I drove. Uh, we had that blue one for a while. Yeah. It was pretty old boring. feeling. It is. But yeah, maybe, that's the thing. Is that a back? It's not a back road. It I leans mean, like a motherfucker, and it's, it's not that much fun. Yeah. But it was just a regular three O. What does a two hundred K get you in a vintage Cadillac world? A lot. You two hundred, you're you're in like uh, the most insanely beautiful fifty six Eldorado convertibles or fifty nines Eldorado Biarritz, you know. Yeah. Um, you Wouldn't can even do be... an Eldorado Brome, which was more expensive than any Ferrari or Rolls Royce in nineteen fifty six. What year's your caddy? Fifty six Eldorado Seville, and that's a coupe. That's right? a coupe. And uh, what's that car worth? Uh, fifty. See, so that's the that's the whole argument. It's yeah, like yeah. you can get the same thing for fifty that you could actually drive, right? Or you could buy this like showpiece that you're scared of. Exactly. Yeah, there's no point. Those are all like convertibles and yeah. super. Dude, that's a really hard price point. Price point. Yeah. Maybe you do just go with like a brand new GT3 or something. Yeah. Put a DBS just because you never see them, like a perfect DBS. Yeah. I mean. I just want vintage. I want like 60s, yeah. 70s. I want very like... Yeah, 60s, 70s. Yeah. I maybe want... I want a pillarless 
like a really big airy cabin yeah. or for a coupe or I want a convertible. I want something yeah. with like t- the most sense of occasion, also sporty in an old car kind of way I that want, I could have fun ripping up to Alice's. I want a built E9. I think I mean like right. something with modern touches. Yeah. And they race uh, those. I mean, yeah. they probably make them drive pretty well. Yeah, it's got a, it sounds good. They're very usable. Okay. We finally did it. Uh, E36 M3 V8 says, we've all bought and sold our fair share of cars. Art should receive an honorary California dealer's license. (laughs) Uh, What vehicle can you describe as the one that got away? (coughs) The one that got away. Got Got away away. meaning you didn't buy it? or Maybe like you you were close to it and you sold it. And now it's too much. Yeah, maybe that too. I don't know. How, All okay. of the above. Okay. Either story. Mine's one I've told a bunch, but uh, 70, it was like a 77 Porsche 930 uh, that I was looking at. And it was 11 grand. And what are those now? Uh, be like a hundred and something. <laughs> yeah. Low 100s. Right. So it was a uh, brown, brown on cork, I believe. Huh? Like really ec- amazing condition really low miles original paint yeah Living, and it was at a harbor high park and sell park and sell i mm. love it and i was trying to like figure out oh yeah but i was like but eleven thousand. it could have been it was in call it was like right yeah. out of college or right. something so. yeah. didn't matter if it was eleven thousand or yeah but i feel like that's like almost obtained like if you knew the future could have made it happen yeah it was just um it's one of those ones that was like so obtainable because it's not like oh I remember RS's were seventy. It's like no way could I ever come up with seventy. But at you know if you sure. would have seen the future, you you could make a could have made it made it happen. Absolutely. There's a guy in my neighborhood with a red one. Do you know anybody? Our, he's our age. Oh. And I see him driving around in his red. It looks all original, and he's also got like a nine nine six four Carrera four. Oh no. <laughs> Put a note on it. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sure he knows what he has. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of anything that got away. There's, I mean, there's always stories of like every car that I've been offered for sale. I want to buy. Yeah. You know, so what were you offered that might've been, that would have been a good, I could have bought, uh, my friend JT's parents had an original one owner, uh, Volkswagen Vanagon synchro. Mm-hmm. It needed some work and it was cheap. I, I sold it for them for five grand uh tired motor and it'll need a little bit of rust repair but nowadays that you can't even it's 20 for that car easy or more yeah for a california one owner car like that usually they've been kind of beat up and or they're already gone through and 50 Uh grand or something like that so yeah maybe that's a 30 grand car yeah because like people just do motors on those right. all the time. But at the time I knew it was special because it was a synchro and it had um the triple lockers which is a really rare option but I also didn't have any use for it. It's yeah. like I just, you know, only yeah. had room for one or two cars and it just wasn't really going to happen. So I don't know. That's one that I kind of think about, but uh, more is like that I knew the owners and kind of like the story and the cool uh-huh. man. So I remember as a teenager uh, riding in the back of that van, throwing water balloons at randoms downtown and on West nice. Coast. Oh, good karma. Yeah. <laughs> Slide the door open and chuck them at people. <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. No cell phone cameras. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anything like deal wise that you were working on that fell uh, through or. So remember one year at the Concours Italiano, we brought the, uh, the 196S recreation Tempero that we had down there. And this guy just kept coming back and coming back and looking at it and looking at it and uh, asking questions. And we're talking so much that we ended up exchanging information. And eventually he said, I have a, a 250 GTE at my house in Costa Rica and I don't want it anymore. Um, it's probably, you know, a quarter million, something like that. And uh, he says, and I think uh, somebody told me uh, that it used to be Enzo Ferrari's daily driver. Shit. Wow. And uh, and so my dad and I started kind of going back and forth. Actually, I kind of remember this a little bit. Talking numbers yeah. and stuff. And we even got to like where we agreed on a number. And uh, my dad and I were going to drive it back. 
oh. Costa Rica. <laughs> and we started figuring out the paperwork and everything and the history of the car. And I did see a few things about how Enzo used to drive a black GTE. And no, uh, no side view mirrors. I heard he, he didn't like to huh. rock those. And, um, then he started saying how he doesn't think we should drive it back. Um, not reliable enough. And then he was saying, um, can you imagine it wasn't, uh, yeah, but we were, yeah, just up for the adventure. It sounded amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then one thing led to another where the car wasn't even supposed to be in Costa Rica. So we were going to have to work with somebody on sneaking oh, it, out it out and all yeah. this stuff. And, and, uh, that if it was on the roads, because it could have been, could be impounded and crushed or something. And, um, and then just, you know, one thing led to another and we got distracted. He got distracted and it never happened, but yeah, now they're 600 grand for a, Oh, how about the Enzo Ferrari's and personal car? Link, if yeah. that was true, yeah, I know. Then, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, could prove yeah. that, which yeah. I'm sure you could, but it big, needed full big, resto, though. Big gamble too, right? Yeah. Need a full resto. Although needing full resto now, it could be like this yeah, was his personal car. Yeah, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Right. And it's worth uh two million dollars or know. three million dollars or whatever. Yeah. So that's the one that got away. Should have yeah. bought it. Should have figured out how to get it the hell out of Costa Rica. Yeah, exactly. Um Axel Jor says So we just drove to Oregon in the TSX wagon with snow tires, Blizzax. <clears throat> two bikes on top and fully loaded. We averaged barely 20 miles per gallon, which is awful. I attribute this to the knobby tires and bikes on top plus the weight. Same trip in the summer would be 25 plus MPGs with the Michelins. So 20 is awful, but 25 is acceptable. Well, I mean, that is... Yeah, I guess so. He my, said just 20. My question is, do you think a small displacement motor like this 2-liter Acura will get worse gas mileage when it is working really hard up the hills yes. than a larger displacement motor working less hard on the same hills Oh, that's when the smaller motor has a better MPG rating from the factory under normal conditions? That's like the hardest. That's one I, of those ones where... You, I always preach this to people who talk about getting the small motor for fuel economy, yeah. but then they drive Highway 17. Yeah, if you're driving those kind of you're, roads. You're driving 2,000 feet elevation and yeah. down every day you're driving that, at 2000 rpm higher all the time right and the motor has to work harder yeah. i uh, there's something to that right i think the yeah. tsx four cylinders don't get that good a gas mileage either well, i mean that's like not a very i i mean my tsx got or it got the same gas mileage on my commute as my um audi v6 quattro yeah <laughs> like that and that's not an efficient engine either right yeah. well know. that's on par with my v6 mercedes wagon and i guarantee you i have a couple hundred pounds more yeah and yeah and a you know bigger displacement motor yeah. i averaged 22 on my commute okay and you were doing back roads and on my in my my gti i averaged like 28 yeah <laughs> gti is an anomaly it's amazing <laughs> um but I mean, Tom doesn't fuck around with four cylinders. Yeah. Do you know what four cylinder means? No. <laughs> He's like half of what he word. has. <laughs> I feel What'd you say? Nauseous now. What'd you say to me? <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't, don't just go with the six and you know, power is a safety feature. Oh, I like you it. Know? I so like it. unless you're cruising down the highway every day, get the six or the eight. So anytime you need that oomph. So if you're loading it up, a lot of people will go, you know, if a truck's offered with a six cylinder and they think, oh, it's better mileage, but then you're a you're a plumber or a tiler and you're and you're filling with tile and driving over Highway 17 or like up a mountain road, <laughs> yeah. that V6 is getting hammered. Yeah. And the V8 would be at, you yeah. know, 3,000 RPM just yeah. churning along. Although you could, I mean, with the modern cars, they can be at pretty low RPMs with the turbos and everything. Yeah. So like the new Ford EcoBoost, like V6 in the trucks, yeah. which have like 500 foot pounds of torque right. or whatever it is, right. they're the fastest pickup out there right now. Um, and I think those things are probably chugging along at a really low RPM. Yeah. It kind of like a modern four cylinder with a turbo. Ten they, speed transmission. Yeah. You don't have to you don't have to like really work them. Yeah. So but then is the two liter turbo getting better gas mileage than a, a V six with the same power? Probably not, but it does in that test loop because you're kind of like applying this even yeah. but if you get into the turbos, you're burning tons of fuel. Yeah. 
That's tough. I don't know. Yeah. Although the GTI does get really good gas mileage, so I don't. I mean, yeah. I wonder if and we've it, loaded it up pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we should have taken notes on the route. Oh trip yeah. Because we had a totally packed. Uh huh. I should have done notes on the way down, and the I think we, we, well, I think on the way down we got like thirty. Dude, I don't believe. I don't doubt it. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't <laughs> doubt it at all. Uh, Chromium Elephant says, what were great OEM wheels that were offered on a car that just was not right for them? In other words, right wheels, wrong car. Mm. That's a tough one. Just off the top of your head. Dude, that's so hard. Yeah. My mind is just... I'm, because there is sometimes you'll... Like, the wheel doesn't fit the car, right? But yeah. I don't know if they're great wheels. Right wheels, wrong car. Wrong car, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Can't think of it right now. I'll have to come back to that. That's a really hard one. Yeah. That's tough. Okay. Chromium Elephant. I'm sorry. We'll come back to you. Uh, KM Grace says, fanboy time. Let's hear your ideal two car solutions from one manufacturer. Only caveat is the cars have to be made within the within 10 years of each other. So in other words, it could be from the 60s, but both cars have to be from in that uh-huh. era. Or same manufacturer. Same manufacturer, two-car solution. Yeah. That's going to take uh, some thinking. Uh, so what if you went So we're just with, doing, it's just all out? I can pick anything? Within 10 years of each other. Huh. But the same manufacturer. Yeah. Two-car solution. Uh-huh. Uh, what if you went with a uh, 95 Toyota Supra and a Toyota Land Cruiser? Okay. I was going to say more like a GT250 GTE and then a 275 GTB 4 cam. <laughs> Your Two own cars only barely have a backseat. Is your other car? Yeah. I mean, ideally, I think that's probably what we'd all end up doing. Uh-huh. But in a real world. Going uh, to Costco. Get the yeah. GTE. You need a BMW M1 and uh, like an E28 M5. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, they make M1s that late? Well, they made them in 81, right? Or yeah, so like E12. So it'd be 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. No, because right, right. like, like, 10, 10 years. 10 years, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Um, That would not suck. I mean, I could even do... Is that E34 M5 yet? Is that 90? Right, on the, right on the cusp there. Yeah, on the cusp. But I'd, probably, I'd rather have an E28 anyways. E28 M5 and an M1. Yeah. I think you won. <laughs> kind of like hard to beat that, right? Yeah, because if you go Porsche, I mean... You can't do 80s. No. They don't have a s- sedan or anything. Yeah. It's all sports cars. I mean, you can do it. So but... you have to go to like, a, in the 2000s, maybe you can do like a GT3 and a Cayenne or something. And then you're like, is that really... No, right? Nah. Yeah. It's not doing it. It's what a compromise about, yeah. on, on one end. What about Tom could go with a Mercedes Cadillac oh. XLR and a Escalade? Uh, I'll I'll go 2000s G63 and a McLaren SLR. Oh, McLaren yeah. SLR sucks. That's yeah. dude, but that's a crazy combo. Yeah, it's cool. It's yeah, but those McLarens are so lame. Why? There's big boats. Dude. I mean, yeah, it's a flab. they're big automatic crappy cars, yeah. dude. Huh. I mean, compared to like a Bentley of the same I generation. The I don't even remember what pe- the original road test thought of them. They, they didn't like them? They just feel really, well, I've driven one. Oh, yeah. But they just, they feel like, like, it feels like a like Corvette an or yeah. something, you know? It's SL. like, never mind. Like sitting in a big penis. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I'd rather have an SL. Oh, like a Black Series. Oh, I'd way rather have like, like a CLK Black Series. Uh, yeah. So if you did like a C63 Black Series, 2007 then you do some 2000s mercedes big body mm-hmm. it's like what a 2009 or something what is that s class or something is that a good one i don't know yeah 2000 uh yeah two, so you'd want a 2011 cl65 because mercedes you never get into like the real sports cars yeah like they never get into that game so where mercedes BMW did that like one time basically. Yeah. The M1. Yeah. Now you got the new 8 series M8. It's going to be do an 850 CSI and a 750IL. Yeah, that'd be classic. Ah, too similar. Yeah, too boring. Yeah. Okay. I do like that question though. Uh PFM California says <coughs> there've been some truly beautiful racing engines over the years. 
1950s Engine. Ferrari. I mean, uh, Mercedes 300 SL or 60s. So I did 300 SL Roadster. And then you do like and a S class, like S-class. a 6.3 S class. That's pretty solid, right? Pretty epic. Yeah. yeah. That checks plenty yeah. of boxes. Yeah. Could also go with like a really cool. Duesenberg SJ uh, Ooh, two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. two no, seater two seater uh, yeah. boat tail yep. and a huge Phaeton yeah or 540k and a Maybach V12 oh shit okay we have more research to do <laughs> uh, PFM California there's uh, there have been some truly beautiful racing engines over the years engines that simply looked and sounded menacing I'll take one option from you the Oh, I'll take one option from you. The Matra V12 F1 engines of the 70s. Uh-huh. What are your choices? Sounds like a big old squiggly exhaust. And I don't stuff. know. Yeah. I like. I mean, that's... I don't know enough about the looks of these motors. Yeah, that's the thing. I... I do remember seeing some of those F5000, uh, Formula 5000 cars that were at Laguna Seca. Uh-huh. It was basically like the American F1. So cool, yeah. Big, big V8s with crazy velocity spaghetti, stacks, spaghetti, and spaghetti exhaust, exhaust and velocity. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't say one was more beautiful than the other. Uh-huh. Um, how about just like a 917 motor? Really cool. The the top-mounted fan, flat, flat 12. fan. Mm. Those are cool. You guys seen that video of a cold start after 30 years in the 917? No. You got to YouTube that. Was it at Kinepa? It was like a barn find. No, it was like, uh, a, it, was like it looked like it was on the tarmac or a, on the pits of a racetrack uh, in somebody's private private uh, warehouse. Huh. And they just got delivery of the barn find 917. And they're squirting gas in it and wow. trying to get it going and it fires. So rad. Yeah. That is a cool looking motor with all the, the bare fiberglass and everything. Yeah. I I think a like a Ferrari two hundred fifty Testarossa Can't is an awesome it's engine. Super right? hard. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Red. Those stacks with the red. Oh, I know, know it's an obvious choice, but it is this such a I mean, rad but how motor. do you I know beat that? Really? It's kinda like if you had a, a you know, an engine to show in a museum or something, that would be the one you'd have to pick, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I do And it sounds awesome too. Yeah. That V twelve. Yeah. I do like the M one BMW straight six because it has that motorsport valve cover. The valve cover, yeah. Killers uh you know throttle body the header stacks looks or whatever. Killer. And then the headers are awesome. Yeah. Enzo is gorgeous. Ferrari Enzo. Oh yeah. Is yeah, it? It's pretty I, don't good. I don't remember. I know I'd look at it. It's huh. like you don't it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I was looking up like F40 motor. They're not that. They have so much stuff over them. Yeah. Yeah. There was a point where they didn't really care. They were just all about efficiency yeah. and power. And then they yeah. started trying to make the car, the yeah. engines, a little more. And then the F50 has got like that Kevlar. Oh box yeah. Thing the carbon yeah. Kevlar. Yeah. What about like a 2005 Lexus ES300? Yeah. They've just one like, plastic. That, that plastic covers the hair so cell, nice. Hair cell across the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, pit stop Petowski says, which road going version of the group B era cars would you use as a daily driver? Thank you for the greatest. <laughs> thank you for the great content. Merry Christmas. I the was going to go greatest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Thanks for What's listening. What's that? Like nine, five, nine. Well, group B is like, uh, all Ur the Quattro, crazy rally cars. Lancia Stratos. Um, the, um, Peugeot. Renault, Peugeot's. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'm a short wheelbase or Quattro. I'm guy. going with you too, Audi Quattro. Yeah. Is what about those 190E things? Is that the... nah, no? That's B. I think it was actually built for Group B, and then they couldn't. It went over to do the it went, whatever changed. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Audi Quattro is pretty hard to argue with. Yeah. Uh, Porsche 959 wasn't. Quite it was never there. really. A group B the car though, right? Yeah. It was built to be a group B. Yeah, and the Lancio is so radical. It just has is that the one too you much. Just yeah. No. That was a no a Delta. This is the like laid down was... coupe. It's like wedge, like a big wedge. Oh, Strato. Yeah. Oh, and then the zero thirty seven yeah. motor. Yeah. Those are cool. It's it kinda like that wouldn't be a good street car. No. I feel like the Quattro is the best like better built on the car, street. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, short wheelbase. Mm-hmm. And those are how much are those? Short Spencer, wheelbase, five hundred. Yeah, five hundred, four hundred. Yeah, because yeah, replicas are really expensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think yeah. that's good. Yeah, because that S four uh, Lancia Delta Integrale that was at Radwood oh, yeah. was kind of like too much. It just had mm-hmm. too many intakes, and even though it was a streetcar, just too too Damn, wild. It's a little too Lancia. 
Um, Tom Neal, 831, says, oh, yeah. form versus function, old versus new, comfort versus performance. How do you rad guys find your middle of the road? I mean, I think that is where the E30 and the 944 are coming to play. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Those are those cars. It's like the, like, they're, they're the, almost like the, they're all rounders from, from that era. Mm-hmm. Like the, they're, they're great all rounders. Like, I don't think they excel in one single thing and they're also not bad in anything. It's very middle. They're very middle of the ground. I mean, the nine, I actually, you could say the 944 is like the best handling car of that era or something like that for, for the price or whatever, for the under hundred thousand dollars or whatever. But, um, I think that's what we kind of look for. And, and they're all very like good car. They're, those are both very good cars as far as like ergonomics and seating position mm-hmm. and pedal box. Like when we were just drove a C4 Corvette, the pedal box is atrocious. Um, like the area where, where you put your feet. Yeah. So little, little things like that make them like drivable to go to the store and not want to kill yourself. Yeah. And you could also go on a, a, you know, a 10, 10 hour road trip. Yeah, we always use it every day. Yeah. We always talk about that. Like that, <coughs> that Porsche 964 uh, cab that we had, mm-hmm. it was like that perfect sweet spot of modern enough to jump yeah. in it and drive it every day. Yeah. But isolated and still had all the, the features and attributes that yep. you'd expect from an old yep. Porsche. But it has like better heating and air conditioning totally. and ventilation and all yep. that stuff. Yep. And everything was tight and dialed and mm-hmm. yeah. And, and that's kind of like our love for the eighties and nineties. I think it's too. perfect. It's that perfect bridge between the classic old without mm-hmm. the shittiness yep. and, but not too modern. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You don't have the temperamental like, carburetors and stuff like that yeah, cars never die on the side of highway one going up the coast for no reason yeah never never do that, <laughs> that twice, twice in one, mo- two different one morning cars. one hour within no within yeah yeah all right well that's, that's a podcast yeah. we'll uh see you guys next time tom thanks for joining us oh, of course are you down Pleasure. to stay over and sleep here and sure. we'll do the sunday a sleeping bag okay Sounds good. Happy New Year or something? Or is that next time? Yeah, next one. Yeah, man. Yeah, Christmas is rad. <laughs> Christmas is tight. All right. All bye. Right, see ya. Yep. I remember as a teenager... Uh, riding in the back of that van throwing water balloons at randoms downtown and on West Coast. Oh, good karma. Yeah. (laughs)